Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here, and it's solo dolo me today because I'm going to invite you guys into a little secret side of me. Um, I have a guest later on, and we are going to nerd the fuck out in cannabis land, right? What's up? Uh, yeah, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, guys, I'm actually going to bring on a guest later on in the show. Um, it's going to be really fun because it is going to be a real deep dive into how nerdy I can get when it comes to cannabis. Are you guys ready? I mean, are you ready for the nerd that is me in cannabis? Sorry, guys, I'm really high right now. Um, I smoked um, this strain called Four Kings by the brand called Revolution. Oh, I'm so high. I, their flower is so fucking good. Any Anytime I buy some flower by Revolution, like I am never disappointed. Um, and if you guys are like, what the fuck? Um, it, it's a brand here in Illinois. And unfortunately, you know, when it comes to like weed in the, in the States, because um, I know I have listeners that are, you know, not here in the U.S., um, we have, they're all set up by different states. So it's not like I can order f- weed from California, have it shipped here or, you know, like that, because some states aren't, aren't, it's not legal yet. Weed isn't legal. Um, cannabis isn't legal yet. So um, we have to grow it in, the, in the, we have to grow it in our state and then we have to sell it within our state and you should, you have to smoke it in. It's kind of like, it's like Colorado, same shit, you know? Um, Except their laws are way better than ours. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm really excited. This is episode 50. What's up? 50, guys. We have reached 50 fucking episodes. Holy shit. I can't believe this, man. I can't believe that I started this podcast during a pen, pen dulce, pandoroma, um, panoramic, whatever you want to call her. She's out here. She's got that Delta strain on lock. Um yeah, and it's key. You know, we're I'm still doing this, so it's and it's all because of you guys. It's all out to the list. It's all shout out to the listeners. You guys are the reason why I'm still here, high on this mic, talking to you guys. Because if not, I would be chilling with my kitty right now, my little Georgie pants, looking all cute over there. Okay, um, but yeah, I'm really excited. Uh, oh, guys, I didn't say fuck fifty. Oh my god, how do I say fifty in Thailand? Nung song sao si ha sipa sipa. Sipa? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Nung song sao si ha. Sipa. Yeah, that's 50 in Thai. What's up? Shout out to my international listeners out there. Y'all, you know, I I hope you feel seen with me speaking Thai on here. I hope you feel seen because I struggle through it every week. Um, <laughs> Sawadika. Um, <laughs> uh, if you guys are like, why is Kim speaking Thai? I'm half Thai, guys. If you guys don't have a caught on, if you guys aren't, if you guys are new to Kimboology. Um, mother, my mother was born in Bangkok, so that's why. And I speak Thai. I'm a dual citizen. Been to Thailand many times, and I can't wait till we're allowed back there. The reason why we haven't gone back is because they're still requiring a 14 day quarantine when you go there. So, and who has the time for that shit? So yeah, one day I'll travel again, and it'll be nice. But yeah, oh, I'm going. I'm going to Puerto Rico next month. So what the fuck am I talking about? Um, Puerto Rico, but Puerto Rico is um, a commonwealth of the United States. So it's not like you're leading, leaving the state, but I'm really excited because I love Puerto Rico. That, I went for the first time, fuck, was it this year? Did I go twice in one year? Am I going twice in one year? I can't even remember. I can't, I, my producer's not here to com- confirm that. I, I smoke the ganja now, so I don't remember shit. 
Um, but yeah, <laughs> back to our guests coming and joining us later on. Um, his name is Patrick. Uh, he's really cool, guys. I, I started following him on the socials. Um, he's a blogger. He's really big. He's a cannabis enthusiast. He's a, he's a cannabis professional um, industry worker. Um, he has a really successful account called The Daily Ember. And that's where um, he kind of is just like a really, he just kind of keeps you in the tea with all the local news when it comes to like anything cannabis related. I love following his page. Um, and then he has, he also has another page called um, Midwest Days dot Illinois or IL. Um, I'll put all his tags and, you know, at the end of the show, as I always do. Um, but yeah, he's this like lily white guy from like, you know, I think it's Southern Illinois, I think he, he said. Um, and like, it's so cool because like, like weed brings people together, which is hilarious. And like from all facets, from all different backgrounds, you know what I mean? Like, no, like I, I don't even know if I would have like crossed paths with Patrick if it wasn't for cannabis and like, you know, us being cannabis nerds and working in this industry and working in like as cannabis, you know, industry professionals. So, um, so yeah, I'm really excited. Um, I hope you guys enjoy it. We really nerd out on weed. We talk about all things weed we talk about growing weed um we talk about our favorite strains we talk about you know how it is to work in illinois in the cannabis industry um yeah you know i'm still you know as you guys have already expressed that you know i work in the cannabis industry still um i'm a market manager right now and it's uh it is some work guys yeah i Every day, like, you know, this industry moves so quickly, so I can't even, like, we can't keep up with the demand. And so um, if you work for, like, a big MSO, you know, like a big, you know, corporate, you know, cannabis company, um, you're probably overworked and you're probably really tired. So shout out to you Um, because it is the wild, wild west or wild, wild Midwest up in here. Um, But, yeah, I still really enjoy it. I learn something new every single day. Um, I start, you know... I visited some of my accounts this week. You know, my job is to kind of go around and go to different dispensaries and create relationships and, um, you know, uh, do some trainings with different bud tenders and things like that. So I'm really excited. Um, And my job's, like, my schedule's getting crazy. So, um, but I'm ready. She's ready. She's ready to go. Um, And I'm ready to have, um, I'm ready to introduce you guys to Patrick. Like, I want to show you guys this side of myself. This is Kimboology. You know, I have many sides to me. And since I have been working in this industry now for over a year, I am just like such a nerd when it comes to it now. Like I love everything cannabis. Like literally today I was in my greenhouse and I'm growing weed as you guys don't know. You know, if you guys know, oh, I also harvested my first um, plant. I also dried her, my sour stomper plant. She's so beautiful. If you guys want to see any of my, you know, if you guys want to watch my growing cannabis, growing weed journey, always you can find me on Instagram at Kimboology Podcasts. Um, and that's where I show you guys my plants, my weed. You know, I, I show it. So um, it's legal here. You know, I'm a medical patient. I can have, I can grow up to five plants legally. So that's what I got. And I uh, trimmed, I trimmed her and then I also um, jarred and um i'm she's curing now so i have a whole it's, it's about like 2 ounces of weed that i got um with the shake that the trimmings and everything like that it was like just shy of 2 ounces so that was pretty good pretty good amount you know and that was my smallest plant i have like my other four plants are enormous compared to her so i'm really excited to see what i'm going to get from her, from the other ones but um and then, but with that being said i also have to fucking fight off 
caterpillars that are eating my fucking cannabis plants. Ooh, I swear to God, I go in there and I see these little fucking little caterpillars and they are so good at, um, what do you call it? Camouflaging themselves in the cannabis plant. They're so good. So I've been in there fucking like you, they hide in between each of the little buds and shit. So I had to like pull it apart to find them. And when I find those little fuckers, I take them and I feed them to my chickens. That's right. What's up? You come, you, you, you don't come in here and you gonna eat my cannabis. You gonna eat my weed. Guess what? My chickens gonna eat your ass. So be ready. I found like 20 of them niggas in there too. I was pissed. Like they just kept, fucking i was like where are these niggas coming from jesus so yeah so that's that that was like and my chickens were like so excited because i was like feeding them all these fucking these little caterpillars and they're like bitch yes these are delicious give us more and i'm like i will but um i mean i don't want to because i'm trying to fucking because like they basically so guys you can't the insects are a thing when you when you're growing weed you have to handle your pests and i'm outside in a greenhouse so She's out there in the elements. You know, my babies are out there in the elements. So any plants, any any insects or anything can get to them. And so um, pests are a constant issue, you know, when it comes to growing weed outside. And then just in general, growing plants. You know, if, you're, if you guys have a garden outside, growing tomatoes and cucumbers and shit, you're going to have pests, you know. So, um, and yeah, cannabis, you know, because it produces all those, you know, trichomes and all the like, you know, they call that sticky icky, you know what I'm saying? Like literally the plant is sticky, you know, like if you touch it, it's like sticky. So that's what that, um, what was it? That ludicrous song? Sticky icky icky. I got a big weed stash, pocket full of cash, just seen a big old ass. Sticky. So a lot of like pests like that, you know, they like the taste. They like to eat it. It's delicious, you know? So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit later. I know I'm kind of like rambling at this point. So let's dive into sexy sustainability. As always, guys, every week I like to shout out a company, a way of life, products, anything that involves saving the planet. Um, I'm really passionate about sustainability. I try to do something every day, you know, whether that be washing your clothes on colds, right? I just learned that last time or last episode with, you know, my co-host Becky, um, you know, that saves, you know, energy and, you know, um, anything that you can do to save the planet. I like to, I like to leave this segment for that. And, um, I, I follow a lot of, um, you know, like Instagram pages and stuff, um, about sustainability. And I love this one Instagram page. It's called zero waste legacy. And they always post the greatest sustainability, like shout outs. So I'm going to shout them out right now. And I found this one, the, they posted this man launches, uh, Australia's first 100% recyclable cardboard bread tags. He, his aim is to reduce over 500 million plastic bread tags. You know what I'm talking about, guys? You know those little shit, little fucking plastic bread tags that are on your, when you buy a loaf of bread and those little plastic shits? Them things are awful because they're small, they don't break down, and the birds and like animals eat them and they just end up in their stomachs. Like they don't go away, guys. And they're so small and like fucking pointless. You know, all it is just hold the fucking bread loaf. Like 
we don't need to make that out of plastic, guys. Okay, so this guy's a dope ass nigga because he. Um, so his name is Andrew Cummings, and he um, he's launching in South Australia um, to make uh, recyclable cardboard bread tags. Um, and you know his goal is to remove a hundred, oh no, eleven million plastic bread tags from local waste streams by the end of twenty twenty one, and eventually eliminating over four hundred million plastic tags per year um, as, as it expands, you know, over the country. So I'm, I shit, shout out to him, shout out to this company. Um, I'm gonna put uh, zero waste uh, legacy um, in the show notes so you guys can follow them if you want to. Follow some sustainable, um, get some sustainable, you know, shout outs or find companies or, you know, things like that. I love following them. I love seeing what people are doing to save the planet. It, ma- it really, it really makes me happy. It, it warms my hippie heart. Um, but yeah, I really, I, I was like, why the fuck are these little things made of plastic? Like we can eat, like he made them out of cardboard. That's fine. We don't need them to last forever. They're just holding fucking a bag of bread together. Come on, guys. We can do better. Let's do better, right? So, yeah. So, that, that, that is this week's Sexy Sustainability. Um, so, let's dive into recycling of the news. Recycling of the news, guys. Um, I really just want to nerd out and talk about, not nerd out, but like fashion out, I guess, about the Met Gala. Uh, uh, I love the Met Gala's something I do look forward to. I do. I don't, I don't like literally wait around and be like, Oh my God, you know, and know the date of when they're fucking doing it every year. But when they, when I see the posts and I see the, like, you know, the media covering the Met Gala, I get really excited because I love seeing the costumes. I do. I really do. And on my, um, Kimbo ish, Kimbo underscore ish page. Um, if you guys don't follow me already, um, there, I tagged a lot of people that I thought were doing it in like, like that, like I loved their looks, you know? Um, I actually did like Kim Kardashian's look, even though you guys know, I don't see it for her. Um, you know, I don't see it for her. (laughs) Uh, I had a girl ask me like, why are you, don't you, why do you hate her? I'm like, you guys, I don't hate her. Okay. Like I don't hate anybody. It's in the sense of like, I just, I'm, I'm just annoyed. You know what I'm saying? Because to be honest with you, I think that her family has profited off of, you know, black culture and appropriating our culture. Um, and then also they, with their, you know, bodies, like they've, they've created this like wave of young women and young women and girls that have like body dysmorphia that like, that believe that their bodies should look like that, you know? And I don't think that's healthy because the bodies aren't real. Those girls got surgeries. They got millions and billions of dollars. You swear, you swear that their bodies look at that naturally. You got me fucked up. Okay. And that's what I don't like too. It's like, if you're going to have surgeries, just fucking be honest about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't have people out here fucking like trying to live up to these, like, you know, insane standards that they can't, they can't live up to without money and surgery, you know? So I just don't like, that's what I don't like about them. You know, I don't like that they, they're portraying that. Like if they were like some real ass bitches and they came out here and was like, yeah, bitch, I got my, my ass done last night or I got some Botox or I got some this, you know, you know, like Kim, like Kylie still is not out here being honest about how she got her whole ass body done. Bitch, we have receipts. We've seen the photos. You can't fool us. So there's that. Um, but yeah, uh, back to the Met Gala. Um, let's see the Met Gala. I liked, um, let's see, I loved um, Zoe Kravitz's look, even though she was naked. No, listen, I love, I love a, a naked bitch. But when I'm telling you I'm so sick of these, 
sheer body suits, you know, sheer, you know, like hosiery type looks like on the Met Gala. Like we've seen it. It's been done to death. Okay. Give me fashion. Give me something more. You know what I'm saying? Show up like, you know, wear something crazy. Like I love Doja Cat. She fucking always wears something wild and stupid. Um, that was, but that's actually, she was doing that at the VMAs. VMAs. I don't think she was at the Met Gala. Um, yeah, I have to, I haven't even caught up with the VMAs either. Like I have to watch a bunch of, um, I saw a bunch of clips and stuff, um, for the VMAs. Uh, shout out to Chloe Bailey who did her first solo, um, solo performance um fully embodying beyonce and i'm she's so she's sickening like her body is like she's so sickening that young beautiful woman i'm so like she's gonna be she's gonna be the next beyonce like for sure so shout out to her um but yeah let's see who else at the met gala that i thought was like doing it doing it good do j-lo i was like girl with this like cowboy look or this like weird like fur like I don't, I don't know and then she posted on her like page that she this whole story about how her shoes didn't show up and how she went to dsw to get her shoes to complete her look i was like girl girl miss me with that like as much as like j-lo is sickening her body is ba- like she's everything like there's got to be a reason why these niggas ne- they don't stay with her you know what i'm saying <laughs> like me and my partner were, were talking about that we were like what is with j-lo like you know like why is it that she can't keep a man you know what I mean? Like that bitch can't keep a man. You know, she was with A Rod. That nigga said bye. Every photo of them two, like that nigga was on his phone. He didn't give a fuck about her. He, he just was just like, uh. And she's like, oh my god, I love you. She's all like all up in his face, and he's just like, uh, like whatever. I'm I'm on this phone right now. Like, girl, you know, you're hot. Whatever. Your pussy was great, but I'm over it. Um, um, I think that's really it, though. I think that like she's her body's sickening obviously you know the bitch is like what 50 something years old at this point had two kids looks like that but i think at the end of the day there's no like substance there like she's just like a she's just like a puerto rican girl from the bronx you know i'm not saying anything about that but i just think that she doesn't have i don't know you know you know what that'll be my goal maybe one day i'll sit and have a conversation with you know j-lo watch she's actually like the biggest intellect in the world and i'm just like wrong completely but whatever i don't know there's got to be a reason why she can't keep a man. <laughs> and now she's back. She's fully back. Benefer's back one gall, back on. She's back with Ben Affleck. And they're out here, you know, stunting on these hoes, showing photos. You know, they, there was a photo of like them back in the day. I think it was like fucking like, I don't know, like 12 years ago or something that they were dating. And then to now, I'm like, wow, this is insane. Like celebrities, they're people too. They're a hot mess, but they're people too. You know what I'm saying? So, so shout out to them. Um, but yeah, the Met Gala. Oh, I did hear that Nicki Minaj didn't go to the Met Gala because in order to go to the Met Gala, you, they were requiring, um, vaccinations to, you know, like you had to prove that you were vaccinated to go to the Met Gala and your girl was like, nah, I'm not going. And so, you know, everybody came for her and was like, bitch, you know, go get vaccinated. But she was like, she claims that, you know, I mean, she is a new mom. So she's like been home with her mom, with her child. And she had, she said she caught COVID before when she was doing like a photo shoot or something in the past. So, so, you know, of course, you know, she's being mindful and not trying to be out here in these streets. I'm, I applaud it. But she also came at, came at people and said some wild shit. Like, I don't know about the vaccine, y'all, you know, so-and-so had the vaccine and he still got COVID anyway. So I'm not trying to get, I'm not trying to get no vaccine. And it's like, if you actually did your research girl like the vaccine's not gonna keep you from getting like like you know what i'm saying like it's it your chances of getting it are much lower but it's like 
if you get it, then it means you're not going to die. You're not going to get super sick. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to be in the hospital, which is what they're trying to prevent, right? They're trying to keep people from filling up the ICUs and then it's going to be overrun and they can't keep up with the amount of people that are going to be in the hospital, right? Because at the end of the day, you don't know if you're one of these people that have mild symptoms or if you're one of these people that literally their lung freezes up, right? So why are you going to take that chance, you know? And I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Like, not that, not that I trust the government at all and everything like that, because I don't, you know? But I will tell you one thing. There ain't no Spanish flu, right? There ain't no Spanish flu. Where the Spanish flu at? And that shit was wild, running rampant in the early 1900s, I think, right? Early 1900s? Oh, my God. If I'm wrong, sorry. I'm not a history buff. That's where Rick Dog comes in. He's the history buff. Um, but, yeah, that shit, like, killed everybody, right? And then, boom, science, science happened, and they formulated a you know, a vaccine or like, you know, a cure for that. And now we don't have it anymore. Right. So this is just the process of things, guys. Like I get that it's scary, but we have to do our part. You know what I mean? Like if you want this to continue, do you want COVID to be here forever? Goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about y'all, but I want to go and I want to travel. I want to go to Asia. I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to Australia. I miss my second home. I want to go to Australia again. And I can't because you bitches can't get it together. So that's another thing. I'm kind of looking forward to winter now. I know. I never thought I would say that. Literally, literally, I was the bitch that always hated winter down, right? I fucking can't stand it, right? Hate, some, hate winter, hate snow, blah, 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 blah. As I get older in my big age, in my, you know, I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking ready for it. Let's do it. And you know what? I don't know what it is. I just feel like it will calm everybody down. I feel like there's this weird tension and energy in, in the unit, like, in the air right now, like I feel it. I feel this hypersensitivity, this huge vibration that people are just like, you know, first of all, there's so many accidents. You know what I'm saying? I got hit. I, I, think, I, I think I told you guys in the My Petty Peeve, my petty peeve a few weeks ago that I got hit. My car was hit, sitting, on, like parked. You know what I'm saying? Because this bitch was running rampant. Didn't have insurance, mind you, as well. Okay. And then when I got my rental car, the dude was telling me that, you know, shit, his mom got hit twice. My, my own brother got hit when his car was sitting there. Like, people are not okay. Are, they are not okay right now. And I think that, you know, when it comes to this pandemic, like, people haven't really been as honest about not being okay. Or it's not really being, you know, I feel like, it, you know, we all were like, yay, we can go outside again. We can be social again. Yay. But I feel like now, as things are going to shift back into winter, maybe people are freaking out because they're like, fuck, you know, I got to go back inside again. Like, I can't handle that. Like, my mental health, you know. So they're out here in these streets, and they're running crazy, and they are wilding right now, okay? So I don't know. I'm actually looking forward to winter and fall. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be this, like, sense of calm again that I, that, that I don't feel anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I feel this, this, this vibration that is just, it's so electric. It's just, like... I don't know. It's chaotic. I feel chaotic when I go outside and and I'm interacting with people. I feel like it's chaotic and I want it to be calm again. So, so yeah, guys, um, you know what? That's it for recycling of the news. (laughs) I'm like, I'm high as fuck. So I'm just like rambling. I was talking about the Met Gala and the VMA. So y'all got enough. Y'all got enough. Um, 
But yeah, I really want to um, take a break so we can bring in our guests. And I, I really encourage you guys to listen to our nerdy talks about cannabis. Um, you might actually listen. You get, no, you're not you might. You're going to learn a lot because we talk about cannabis. And if you are a cannabis enthusiast out there, especially if you're from Illinois, shout out to you. You're going to love the conversation because it all applies to stuff that we, you know, you know, us nerds, us cannabis nerds. Um, so yeah. Um, so we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, Patrick, our guest, will join us. We'll be back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimbalology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. We are back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. And now we have a guest, guys. So I want to introduce you guys to Patrick. Mind you, I don't really know Patrick that well. And we're going to all get to know Patrick together. We just became these, like, we're, we were kind of like social media friends. Um, we're here in the cannabis um, era of, in Illinois. And so we kind of follow each other. Like, I follow his blog page and everything like that. And so... You know, I, I just liked his vibes. He was a white guy, but he was a cool ass white dude that was woke. He was like here for social equity. And I was like, you know what? Let me see what's up with him. So I invited him on the show. Patrick, say hi. What up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I honestly, bro, like I'm happy that to, to finally like kind of like meet you officially first off. But also, you know, I am down with what you post. I'm down with like the knowledge that you be, you be dropping gems because I'd be following your post and I'd be like, Oh my God, like, okay, let me share this. Like, this is good knowledge. So, so yeah, that's kind of why he's on the show guys. We're going to pick his brain. We're going to talk about weed. Shweed. We're going to talk about Shweed. Speaking of, he's going to get, he's rolling up his right now. He's about to hit. I know he's, you about to be high as fuck, buddy. I know. I, hey, you're right. <laughs> like true. Right. Well, so let me ask you a question. So, like, what made you get into like cannabis? Like, like you, you're you work in this industry, right? In, in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah, cannabis uh, professional, so to speak. But what made you get into it? So, I mean, I've always I started smoking weed at a pretty young age. So, uh, I think. Well, it's just, first of all, the thought of it back then was just crazy. And we'd be like, ah, working with weed, you know, you're growing up, you're like, this isn't good for you. You're not supposed to be smoking this. Don't do that. And then, you know, six years later, here you are working 
as a bud tender, you're, uh, I was also, you know, we talked, I was an edibles cook too. So it's like, it's just wild to see where you go, uh, really. So, um, okay. Yeah. And you've been smoking for a long time. Like, I've been, yeah, I've been, yeah. And, you know, and the more I've smoked, I've, I say there's like smokers and then there's stoners who like do their education and stuff to learn. Like you can be a daily smoker and, you know, you yeah. know, your good weed from your bad weed, but then like, you got your stoners who look into their weeds. They know like what the phenotypes are, what True. the profiles are. Like you get down to the nitty gritty. The cannabis nerds. Yeah, I, exactly. And that's what we are. With the cannabis nerd, man. Yes. <laughs> you know See? what? And you know what? I'm proud to be a cannabis nerd. I think it's because you know what, guys? The, the listeners listening in, if you don't indulge in this beautiful plant, you know, I, I encourage you to try it. I encourage you to give it some more try and also kind of like learn a little bit about the plant. Cause the thing is she's a beautiful plant. Um, and she has so many holistic needs, like, or she gives off so many med- medicinal properties and like, I'm, you know, I'm growing. I know you are Patrick, right? We're both uh, growers yes. too. Yeah. So it's, which is like crazy. Right. Cause when I started growing weed, bro, I was like, let me just put the seed in the ground and like, see what happens real quick like and i wasn't like bro i wasn't phing my water i wasn't Ah. fucking like i have a greenhouse and you know that's like where i grow my right that's see that's cool yeah yeah i get props for that yeah i was gonna say so you're growing it outside though yeah i grow them outside that's what i was gonna that's cool i I, that's something i want to try eventually you know i i wasn't i'm a like a, a huge part of kimbology and my brand is sustainability um, and we have a weekly segment, Absolutely. sexy sustainability. Like I, I'm very passionate about it. And so when I learned about all the light, like all the energy that it's, that it, that it needs or that it's taken when you grow inside, like when you grow indoors, there's, you guys, you're using fans, you're using lights, yeah. you're using uh, a diffuser maybe, or like, um, you know, a humidifier. Yeah. Um, you have to use so many appliances because the plants are very, it's a weed, right? Wouldn't you say, Patrick? It's a weed, but it's oh, also, it's definitely a weed. It's a weed, but it's <sighs> there's thing. also it's it's sensitive as well. She's uh-huh. sensitive. <laughs> she is sensitive. She uh, when I was uh, moving my plants into the new house, that thing I was looking at it in the rearview mirror the whole time. I was like, "Oh, baby, don't hate me." For this. <laughs> I was like, "Please don't hate me." I was like, "I know I'm hurting you right now." Like, I'm sorry. you home. I'm sorry. Right. Right. No, because seriously, like. There, I go outside. I meditate with my cannabis. I have yes. they have their own names. Yes. Like I like I go out there. I listen to my podcasts. Like it is my greenhouse is like my little piece of heaven that I have. It's right awesome. Now, you know, yeah. I I love it so. Much. And then I have chickens. So See, we have two chickens. Yeah, we have two chicks. And mind you, you know, Patrick, I don't li- like you. So Patrick lives a little bit out in the cornfields, right? You live a little yeah. further away uh, yeah. from, from, from the city, but I live like, it's weird for me to have a chicken. It's weird. It's like, is you it, got a chicken. Yeah. A chicken. Is it weird? For, is it weird for you, for you to have a chicken out there or do uh, many people have chicken? It probably, it would kind of probably be acceptable right here. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I could probably get away with a chicken or two, maybe a duck even. Oh my God. I guess, duck. Oh my duck God. I love pretty, a duck. Oh my God. My friends make fun of me all the time. They're like, bitch, you have cats and chickens. Like the fuck? Like, what, what are you going to get next? Like pigs? Like, what's going? Goats? Yeah, I'm do like, it. Get a pig. I know. I'm kind of like, whatever. Okay. I might. Yeah. I don't know. Welcome <laughs> to Kim Zoo. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Like, I don't know. I'm, as I'm getting into this, I'm like, maybe a farm is where I need to be. Maybe I need to be on a farm. Like I would, be, I would be happy with that. But anyways, <laughs> 
But no, um, sorry. I don't even think like I properly like, t- like allowed you to tell everybody who you are and what you stand for. Like, let me just like, did you even do an introduction? We're high as fuck guys right now. I don't think so. <laughs> as you see him hitting his bong. <laughs> yeah, that was a milk. Sh- yeah, I was like, well, I. I you got that good Colorado like- weed. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I did though, but uh, you want me to do that now? Yeah, yeah fuck it, bro. It? All right. Uh, what up? Uh, I'm Patrick. Uh, I run the page, The Daily Ember, and that's also a podcast. I started about five years ago. Uh, also known as Midwest Days, I do cannabis reviews as well uh, on that page. Uh, but back to the Daily Ember, cover cannabis news, different stuff going on into the industry, share, you know, different stuff that needs light shed on it, such as like social equity going on here in Illinois. Uh, that's been a long going issue, especially with the cannabis industry, because you know, it, was a, it was a promise made to be one of the leading things with the industry and it's just been continuously put on the back burner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I, I, like I said, I started the daily number five years ago, back then it was a different political page. Like it was still based around working class politics and covering like unionization and stuff going on. But since I've now started working in the industry, I've learned that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, yeah, let's end the war on drugs. And then once they get something legalized, it's like, all right, that's cool. That's enough. And then they just forget about the workers and the industry that they just created. Uh, So I was like, yeah, I'm going to change, change the focus on the daily Ember. And uh, here we are, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And the daily Ember is more, it's cannabis focused now, so to speak. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Mm -hmm. I still talk about other things going on, like, uh, you know, hurricanes and all the world stuff going on. Oh I'll still focus on that stuff, but you know, yeah. the main focus is now obviously on the cannabis industry and stuff going on there. Okay. Which I appreciate because I, I like yeah. I said, you guys, I followed his blog page and I got a lot of my information from him and I reposted him a lot and I've, you know, put him on Facebook a lot. Cause I was like, Hey, listen to this. Like I, all, all of your posts are so relevant. And then it's like so current to what's going on here in Illinois and with cannabis and it's important stuff, you know, that I feel like if you don't, if you don't work in this industry, you don't, you don't feel the weight really of true what's happening. And it's hard. It's really hard. And and for me personally, as a person of color, I just, I, um, I, I have battles with myself a lot, whether I'm even helping, you know, the, the helping the, the cause by working where I'm working right now. And um, so, you know, me and him, so me and Patrick were both bud tenders here in Illinois. Um, we talked about that and we talked about our histories being bud tenders. I recently am still in the cannabis industry, but now I'm kind of like a marketing manager now. So, but with that being said, it's like, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of, there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of like missing holes and things with how yeah. it's, there's not a, there's not a good flow in a sense too like everything is still up in the air and there's still a lot of question marks on a lot of yeah like there's structure but it's a lot of like bridges being built but like with no directions on where they're going you know like yeah yeah yeah. like compliance is a huge one and that yeah exactly that's a big thing like they're always creating new rules and stuff but like yeah it's not really benefiting anything or anyone you know it's like when you look at the new stuff coming out it's like but why like 
what was yeah. that little tweak for? Like, I don't know. I like we were talking before. It's it's hard for these smaller cannabis companies that are just getting started to be able to branch out into different states if they want to. When at a federal level, all the different states have different regulations. <laughs> yes. So. So yeah, let's educate people a little bit on that, right? Because like, what if they, what if you know some of the people listening don't have any idea about what's going on when it comes to cannabis? Um, and it, my goal would be to like get people to be interested and be like, oh my god, I didn't realize that that was happening, you know? So so when it comes to cannabis here in Illinois, marijuana, right? Ganja mm-hmm. weed has lots of names. She has lots of names. Um, but when uh, on a on a each state is regulated very differently. Right. So we, as, as we know, guys for years now, we could go to California or Colorado and smoke weed legally there. You could buy it at a dispensary. That was what the whole excitement was when you go to California or Colorado, because you can get weed. Right. Um, so now some States are starting to kind of shift things around and we, me and Patrick are here in Illinois, right? I'm more in the Chicago. We're in the, I'm more of the Chicagoland area. He's a little bit more South than me, but when it comes to cannabis here in Illinois, there is strict restrictions, I would say, on a lot of cannabis-related things. And, like, it's so strict compared to other states. And, like, True. why? I don't know. I don't, I don't actually understand, Patrick, why that is. I mean, the strictness, like, when it comes to the limited licensing and stuff you see with cultivation... And like, you know, the lack of dispensary licensing and stuff that really comes down to the lobbying being done uh, by these multi-state operators. Same when uh, you look at, um, say, the home growing rules that get lobbied to change and stuff for medical patients or states that block home grow for adult use. Even uh, it's being done because these big multi-state operators are in the background lobbying to block home grow and stuff. And when you look at their excuses, I think it was, you know, don't quote me on this, look it up. Uh, I think it was Cresco put out the statement saying it was Massachusetts, maybe. I'm not, I I can't remember what state it was, but basically it was their excuse on why they don't support more than five plants for home grow and stuff. And it was because of, they believed it would go to the black market and stuff. Uh, and that uh-huh. was the worries that uh, medical patients would be supplying the black market. And the thing uh-huh. is, whenever we see these arguments against home grow and stuff, it's criminalizing the medical patients. It's like, oh, well, yeah. if we let them grow more than five plants, they're going to be selling. It's like, who are you to say that's going to happen? Like uh, yeah. some patients have chronic pain are going to need to smoke more. That's why when we look at regulations in our state for edibles, a hundred milligram cap for an edible, that is not enough edibles or enough uh, THC for someone with chronic pain. And when you look at that, we're selling that at what? 35 bucks on average for a hundred milligrams in an Illinois dispensary. For medical prices. Uh, Yeah. For medical prices. Not Uh, recreational. No, recreational. What would that be? $35 one would be about $55. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So when Ridiculous. we're so so we're talking about like a tin like a like if you guys go to the dispensary here in Illinois, 100 milligrams will have about 10 to 12 20 pieces depending yeah. if it's 5 milligrams each or 10 milligrams each. And that price for medical would be around 30 like you said 35 40 bucks for that. And then for adult use recreational, that would be at least 55 60 dollars depending on what dispensary you go to. So yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. I yeah. mean, my buddy went to uh, Rise Joliet one day 
Uh, and huh. he's like, oh, I got these three items. He's like, guess how much it was? And I guessed it dead on the stat. I was like, 210. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that was it. I was like, yeah, it was for like a vape pen and like two pre-rolls or something like that. Oh, my like, God. After, yeah, whatever it was was extremely ridiculous for the price. I was like, oh, I am so glad I have my medical card. And that's another thing, guys. So in Illinois, you can actually get a medical card if you have uh, a list of um, ailments that you need. So like chronic, a lot of it's like we have cancer patients, people with microphalgia, I mean, Crohn's disease, you know, and then also anxiety people, like people with high anxiety or like, I think also has... Is sleep is um is insomnia on the list? I think insomnia is on there okay. now. I can't don't I'm not a hundred percent on that one. Right. I'm not a hundred percent either. I, they um, added a ton of them they whenever did. they did that last they time. Did. And there's a lot of things on there to get your card. Basically, if you live in twenty twenty, the year twenty twenty, you could also get a medical card. Yeah, basically. Uh, you know, we always stress the fuck out for yeah, twenty twenty. Like, you know, you know with Pan, Pandora Express that we were in. So or we're I went in through right two two five minute phone calls for my uh, medical card last year to get that. That was the most fastest Did you, thing I. I th- you probably used the same doctor. The uh, possibly. You want to? Should we say the name or no? Should we, we say? It? Who, I don't do know. I, don't I can know. always bleep I, it out. Ah, maybe they're like yours out here because he's yeah, like. It, Bro, if you call that nigga, you'd be like, hey, yeah, you want it? Okay, cool. Boom, you got it. You'd say, be like, I've heard about it. I didn't even tell you. Like, <laughs> You're like, that was easy. Like, right? okay. Um, right. I wonder how it is in other states to get your medical card. I wonder if it's like really I know hard or not. When I went to Colorado and showed my physical card, they were like, you guys have plastic cards? Really? They, they were just, but fun fact. I think uh, we're switching over, right? We are. Paper, yeah. Which is trash. Are. I love yeah. my medical card. It's all I'm like gonna keep my, I'm going to frame it now. I'm okay. Like, right. <laughs> like, saved. This is my one and only plastic Illinois medical right? card. It's going to be they a, said, like hey, a vintage. We're going to switch to paper printouts to save you guys 25 bucks to have you print your own paper copy. Oh, like, man. what are you guys going to do to take down the prices of the actual? Yeah, the bud. How about you oh, change yeah. the regulations of the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the priorities are all fucked up, honestly. Let's be real. Wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah guys um that i love i love talking to you because you, we just kind of we speak the same language and i you know and i pray that we can um we're also high so uh, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, this I guy been hitting it. his bong Woo! repeatedly so i know he high and i'm high <laughs> as fuck too so uh, i got my little i got my vape here but um we want to kind of educate a little bit more about this industry on a level where we feel like maybe people that aren't working in this industry can understand because it's my goal to kind of like help people understand more about what's happening. And I, we have, there's a lot of great shows and great documentaries though, that I watch. Um, I don't know how you feel, Pat. Do you, do, have you watched like Weed a Kit? I on, have not, but that is actually something my other friend was telling me to watch. So, so good. It's on, it's on, check out. it's on Hulu. Who I have. Hulu. Yeah. It's all on right. Hulu. Weed a Kid is on Hulu. And he tackles all these very interesting, um, just different topics based off all about cannabis. Like there was one called like stoner kids, like how there were okay. these like kids that had like autism or like Down syndrome and, you know, things like that. Various. Yeah. Um, and then they, they would take RSO, like hits of RSO, like, which is Rick Simpson oil guys. Yeah. And that is a very highly concentrated, 
um, version of the THC from the plant. So, but it's so strong, like so strong so where strong. like, where we recommend people to, when they try RSO, uh, to take just a grain of rice. Yep. That's it. Small little doses. A tiny and then bit. When, when I have people that tell me like my favorite combo is the snooze berries. Yes. A little bit of that RSO on. Really? Oh yeah. That's what you when, use to go to sleep? Uh, yeah, and I've got some uh, older patients I've worked with in the past that I recommend that to when they okay. say the gummy isn't enough. I'm like, all right, we're going to do this. And then I explain, you know, wow. and then they'll come back the next time I see them like, that worked perfect. I was like, uh-huh. I'm, I'm glad, you know, it's that CBN okay. and RSO that it's a nice combo. It just knocks you. Yeah, so that, <laughs> though, is so strong for me. So I'm a lightweight. I'm okay. like, R- yeah, RSO guys is that kind con- it's like oh, almost God. black. It looks like really dark, dark brown, black color. Right. Yeah. And it's that highly concentrated um, version and you eat it, you ingest it, you swallow it. So, it, so it goes into your, your liver basically. Right. In that sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's how it hits you. And when I tell you, it is like, you have gotten hit by like 10 trains. Like it hits you it, like it so does. I make hard. with RSO personally. You do? That, yeah, that's what I do. I, I make my brownies with some RSO Oh, bro, and stuff. but your tolerance is so much higher than mine. That's, yeah. That, so that's, much higher. That, oh, but man, when you do those RSO, that's why I tell patients and stuff who like are always buying gummies. I'm like, you can get a gram of RSO and get uh, 800 milligrams of THC and make a bunch of gummies and just be stacked then, up on uh-huh. those and be set. I'm like, good. Yeah. yeah. Some people I, do it. Some people do yeah, it. Some they people do it. Yeah. They caught like, on. Oh, I can cook with it. Like same with yeah. the Rise FSHO and stuff. Yeah. The full spectrum hash oil. Yes, yeah, for that. sure. Mm-hmm. And that, that for people that um, don't really know what that is. So that's just another version of the cannabis plants, but they've made it, they basically made it. It's like a distillate, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically yeah. distillate. So it's a version where like you can do m- multiple things with the with the with the con- the, the oil that comes from the plant, um, and then it you can eat it, you can smoke it, um, and fill you up the carts with it. Yeah, fill up carts. You can so you can vape it, and then mm-hmm. you can do that. It's very versatile. It's like the most versatile way to um, it's awesome ingest THC. I guess yeah. yeah. Gotta say, I do like their FSHO. It's the only one Arise. I think in the Illinois market, yeah, that yeah. I've seen. Yeah, the company Arise, I've actually talked a lot about on this podcast already. Oh, I've shouted them out. My favorite Illinois yeah. cultivator. I shouted them out a bunch of times because they're sustainable as well. The way they make, yep. their, you know, the way they cultivate their cannabis um, with, uh, you know, aeroponically. So I hope I'm saying that right. But like, it's a way that you can reuse your soil, so to speak. It's yep. not soil. It's like these clay balls. So, which is, yeah, really no, cool. I love their, yeah. uh, anytime they've got, they come into work. I, I'm always there. Cause I always yeah. love to hear what they have to say. Yeah. They got some really new cool. strains coming out. I think I like did that see chili that. verde or something, right? Yeah. That was really, that looks really good. Chili yeah, verde. Right? And then there's also, well, one of my faves, well, obviously Jenny Kush is like Jenny Kush. Their the Jack look, Herrera is my favorite. Jack Herrera Jack. is oh. fantastic. <laughs> yes. Their Jack Herrera, their Jenny Kush is great. Uh, the ice, the, the, the cake breath to me was okay. It wasn't something that I, it wasn't my favorite, but it was okay. You know? Oh, I loved, I had, did you ever have that, uh, MK ultra from them? No, I missed that from them. That was really good. 
And That's so yeah, MK heard, Ultra. I'm disappointed I missed it. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the whole? Isn't that in MK Ultra? Isn't that like some sort of? Uh, my coworker told me that it was like a psych. A, 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 yeah, it's some, drug they would give people. Like, yeah, it was some weird uh, conspiracy thing back in the day. Really? Yeah, okay. that was the whole yeah. thing with that. Yeah, I, which I was like, what? Like, like, what? like yeah, MK Ultra, which is like kind of weird, kind of crazy. But anyways, that's just the name of a strain, so that you could kind of tell where they were kind of going with that. I've had the shatter of it before. Okay, but it wasn't from a rise. Oh, it was a different. Yeah, okay, it, was it was a different, different cultivator. Yeah, it was when I was in Colorado. Ah, okay. But so they had it out there. Yeah, that's why when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'll at least have this. Okay, here I, I just Wikipedia. I just like googled it real quick because I was uh-huh. like, let me just like tell people what the fuck we're talking about because they're probably so confused. So um, <laughs> it yeah. says that the project MK Ultra is a code name uh-huh. given to a program of experiments on human subjects that were designed and undertaken by the U.S. CIA. Oh, some of which were illegal. Oh my god, that sounds crazy. That yeah. sounds a lot worse than what I said. <laughs> uh, I was like, "Yo, this is wild." So yeah, that's that they named a strain of weed after that. So yeah, guys, uh, that's the, oh yeah, that's the shit that, you're working yeah. with. <laughs> it was during like Cold War and stuff. Some shit, yeah, I think so. Because I was like, "That sounds CIA crazy." CIA became convinced that communists had discovered a drug technique that could allow them to uh, control the human minds. Oh what? Lord, have mercy! Of like, course, I'm like, I wasn't ready. I was like, "Okay," but it was good weed. It was some good weed. Yeah, yeah, so. It was a good weed. It was like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um oh my god should we like educate a little bit more i'm like i i i always feel very like i'm like this is like the first time i'm letting my audience into my inner cannabis nerd <laughs> and so they're probably like what the fuck is she talking about but honestly guys like it's it's something that i like i you can tell i'm, I'm nerding out about it so i'm passionate Nerd about time. it so i want to share my crazy nerdy cannabis brain with you guys um and i'm still learning what well, the funding is i'm still learning every day there's yeah, so much same. to learn about every this. day. Yeah. yeah. It's like fun. Right? That's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a great thing about this industry, you know, is you're yeah. always learning something new because it's yeah. always changing and evolving. It is. And it's so quickly. And it's like, and then mind you, like, you know, the, the one documentary I loved um, that I recommended, actually, I had a whole segment about it um, on the show was um, fuck. And this is me being high as fucking can't remember. <laughs> Um, it's on Netflix and it's a documentary where they kind of show the history of cannabis from um, from like from the beginning stages into like where it's going now. Okay, um, okay. Killer Mike was in it. And, um, um, oh, I think I know what you're talking um, about. Wow, this is high brain in real time, y'all. I, I think time. I know what you're talking about. I'm going to actually Google it right now. Because I saw that Killer Mike was part of it and I was like, oh, I'm going to watch Yeah. This. Did you see? It was one of those situations fuck. and I can't think of what it was, though. Did you ever watch? Oh, Grass is Greener. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a cute article. There's top 11 marijuana documentaries on Netflix. Cute. I'm going to like, this is a cute one. This is like a nice little deep dive. I'm going to have to investigate that she list. Says, I'm going to bookmark this one. Listen, it says there's a lot of good ones. So well, grass is greener. Have you heard of that one? Oh, yep. Yep. Did you watch it? No. No. Okay. No. Highly That's recommend. Do you have I time have tonight? Get high and watch that, please. Watch that one. All right. Please. Yes. That would be very good to watch. Um, Cause you guys, it's very educational and it's real as fuck. Yeah. You know I mean? He talks about, it doesn't, it's yeah. not telling you a, that one I thought I did. 
the grass is greener. You might have. You might have just forgot because you're a stoner. That's what, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I know I saw like that bit. I might have just seen like a bit of Killer Mike on YouTube or something. Uh huh. Uh huh. Might have been what it was. You seem like you might have watched it already, honestly. But right, if not, if not I'm not. If not, watch it tonight for me, please, if you can. And if you're not, you know, and that one is a really good one because it really sh- it, it it's real. It's it's it doesn't sugarcoat it. It's like yes, we was used. To yeah. demonize, you know, black and brown people. And, and, you know, it was used to keep us in, incarcerated in jails and prison and, you know, create this awful system where, you know, a black man can go to jail for 20 plus years for a joint where now everyone can just go to the store and buy it. And yeah, it's like, true, why, why is that person in jail? And then these are nonviolent crimes, guys. Like when you see people that are, you know, yeah, in jail... Yeah, that's what I don't think a lot of people realize is how many people in our jail system are non-violent offenders and people are just in there because they can't pay the cash bail. Really? Like, that's the is that other it? ridiculous thing, what, too. Like, how many people are just chilling in there because the cash bail? Yeah. That's why there's Damn. a push for, like, yeah, that's the whole other BS. Wow, that's an, that's really disappointing. It's like a cash system. Uh-huh, so. uh-huh. Ooh, that's so dirty. Uh Cash system. Can't follow cash. They said, hold on. Ooh, that's so dirty. But anyway, it makes sense then. It makes sense. No, I mean, it's real. And it's actually quite sad, guys. I get really... When I watch some of these... Honestly, guys, if you watch these... Grass is greener, weed a kids. Um, oh, I love watching um, Bong Appetit. That's really cute. Yes, too. Bong Appetit. Yes. Bong Appetit's really cute, but I have to make sure that I've eaten or I'm eating because True, if I am gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna be so hungry. Right? Everything looks is so delicious. I'm like that guy has the best job in the world, by the way. Straight up, though, Couldn't the best job. He better not the entire complain world. one day of his life on that set because I will I mean, come and replace him. I like will take lit- okay. that application, all right? <laughs> you will have a list, a line of people that will right. go in for states like, <laughs> of people that will take over that job in a heartbeat. This man, guys, right. if you guys, so Bong Appetit is a show where they cook with cannabis, right? And they're, they make, but they make this like fucking beautiful gourmet, high cuisine meal. Some of them are high cuisine. Some of them are like, you know, whatever, like you're the best fucking fried chicken you've ever, you know, type of thing. But like most of them dinners were fucking fancy as fuck. Like they were eating, they were smoking out of fancy ass, like, you know, big ass joints and they were fucking dabbing for every different plate. Like that shit was fancy. Yeah. Side note, you ever gone to like one of those herbal notes events in the city? I haven't yet. I haven't yet. I haven't either. Yeah. It's on my list of things to do, but honestly, I'm just so swamped with my current situation right now that like me thinking about anything else right now will make me go crazy. So uh, (laughs) understand there. Yeah, so that's yeah. All, like events and things like that in can in in cannabis guys is something that we're kind of trying to have a, a thing be or have it be more prominent. But the only thing is that there's a lot of rules and regulations and compliance to deal with. Yeah. And then also we also have the t- on the, the huge you know thing with COVID. So it's like yeah. we, we don't know whether or not a lot of these events are going to actually happen or if we should be that's mindful true. of that or. Although I don't think Illinois is going to shut down at all because they they I don't do that again. I don't think so. I'm. Uh... So actually tomorrow uh, I'm going to the Metro up in the city oh, cute. Uh, for a concert. Um, what do you and, see? On this hardcore band there, it's a hardcore punk band. They're called Knock Loose. Cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. It's the first concert I've been to since, you know, since okay. March something of last year. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you need your vaccination card. Wow. Uh, and I'm going to bring my mask, you know, I, 
I still wear my mask in public. I mean, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm with my friends, I know all my friends are vaccinated. We're all safe. We were playing it all good the whole game. Right. So, did you ever have COVID? No, I know it in my family had had it. Did you? I did. I had it. It sucked. Yeah. See, no, I. Yeah, that's what I heard. I was like, my family, we were on lockdown. Like, we didn't. Oh, yeah? Because we had to take care of my one grandma because she lives all by herself. So we were like, well, if one of us gets sick in this house, yeah, no one's going to get to her. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, well, bless her heart. So Yeah, we were all good, though. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Honestly, though, bro, like, this shit's not. I'm glad you're good, though. Shit. No, I mean, listen, it was. It, it, it sucked, you know, guys, like I yeah. got through it. I thank God I did. I wasn't one of the people that had to go to the hospital or anything, but I will tell you that my best friend lost her father and her grandmother to COVID. So I know someone very close to me that has gotten affected by this and it, and it didn't turn out well at all. So when I get really upset, when people are like saying it's not real or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but yet I watched my best friend lose, lose her father and her grandmother. So I, I can't deny that either, you know, right. at the same time. So I, I, you know, I have to just be cognizant of that and just be real about that, you know, and so be aware. Yeah. yeah. And like we, we have to be careful more, you know, I mean, obviously guys, I know we're all pulling our hair, to, uh, you know, and just can't stand that we're just in the house. Some of us are chilling. I'm not going to lie to you. Chilling. I've kind of, <laughs> I've kind of, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. Like I'm kind of happy at home with my chickens and my cannabis, hey, but <laughs> you know, like, oh, but like, in some things I miss, right? I, I was a big restaurant goer. I love to go to restaurants. Yep, I love to eat out. I loved like food is my fucking shit. I love food. I'm a tourist. What are you? What's your sign? I, I am an Aquarius. Aquarius. February? Yeah. Yep. Perfect. What, what's your birthday? Yeah. I'm February 4th. Okay. You're beginning of February. Cute. Yeah. My mom was the 19th, February 19th. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, so interesting. I've got uh, my, my friend Dave's got the February 19th birthday. Day. Oh, okay. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. Do you know? Do you know Torrens, or do you know how tourist people are yet? I don't think so. No. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't think I. <laughs> it's tough when you don't have like that sign of right. like that around you. Like you know, when you're like, oh, I don't like like for for sure. example, like I don't know many um like I don't know many like a, what is the Pisces? I don't know many Pisces. Pisces. Okay. Okay. I yeah. Think, I, I so I don't quite know how they are. Like I have my my partner's a Cancer. Okay. So I know exactly how he is. Like, you know, exactly <laughs> how the cancers are. Yeah. Yeah, emotional <laughs> and sensitive, but great. My sister's a cancer as well. So I'm okay. I'm surrounded by cancers. Um, so I know that side very well. But yeah, but when you don't have it around, you're kind of like, I don't really, I don't, I don't know. Like, so, but anyways, we're kind of yeah. going in our little astrology bag. I, <laughs> shout out to you for knowing what the fuck hey. I was talking about, though. <laughs> shout out to you. Got you. You weren't just yeah. kind of like, bitch, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, wait, no, I got you. Like, like, wait, no, I know the, I know the astrology. I understand like, the I language. Got you. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I love that. Like, you're like, to be honest with you guys, I didn't quite know how this was going to go. I was like, <laughs> like, I don't know him very well. Like, I'm, I'm getting to know you as we're talking on this podcast because, but mainly the one thing I was like, I respect this dude because I, I know he's full of knowledge and I know that he's going to, you know, educate the audience that people are listening about, you know, Illinois and like what's going on in cannabis and in cannabis in general, you know, and because I think that's something that people are just missing, you know, so yeah. that, so gearing it back to that, um, how do you feel about social equity? Like, wh- what is, what do you feel? What is it? First off, let's what is social what equity? Yeah. So, so 
social equity to me is making sure you know uh, the very people who have been incarcerated, targeted, locked away, their lives thrown away, denied the right to thrive, are uh, given access to the same opportunities uh, that you know people like myself uh, are so much able to have. You know, we we have access to a lot of banking opportunities. Uh, you know, that are limited in some of these areas that qualify for social equity applicants. For example, I mean, when you look at the Illinois social equity program, I'll say straight up how, how I feel about it. I think it's bullshit. Really? Um, I, because how it is, is you don't have to live in an area affected by the war on drugs. You just have to agree to hire so many people from areas affected from the war on drugs. So I could come up from Naperville and apply for a dispensary license in Chicago somewhere. Uh, and that, and that the other thing is these MSOs were able to come in and buy multiple licenses is the other thing. So yeah. they had more chances to win in these lotteries than these smaller businesses that are actually from Chicago right. built by people in Chicago. Right. And now you're seeing a secondary market for these licenses in Illinois because these people who have been waiting a year and a half for these licenses can't uh, afford to continue because they don't have the capital to. Uh, so that that's another thing I think is uh, ridiculous is the state really failed in that part because these businesses, these social equity applicants, these citizens of these communities are, are being denied again the right to thrive while places like planet 13 from Las Vegas won a license in Illinois during that last license round. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like there's big names that, I mean, when you look into it, there's a bunch of most, I think it was uh, Chicago Tribune put out an article saying like 50% of like the lottery license winners in Illinois uh, were won by people already operating dispensaries and stuff in Illinois. So, oh my God. so and who's MSO. that? It's a bunch of, yeah, exactly. It's okay. a bunch of MSOs. So, and what the, and I mean, there's some other businesses that started like different programs that, you know, uh, they said were to help social equity applicants. But when you look into it, what it really leads into, it's like they help financially with the capital, but it's like what happens when they no longer have the capital to continue up and they keep taking money from these bigger businesses that are loaning it to them. It's like, what's yeah. the repercussions? Does at some point, does the bigger company just absorb the smaller one because they can no longer pay off the debt? Yeah. Uh, it's just a, it's a weird gray zone right now, I think in Illinois regulations too with that. So, uh, and then, so, and then also MSO guys, if we keep saying MSO, MSO yeah. I don't know if they know what that means. Do you know what it stands for? Multi-state operator. Multi-state operator. So basically these big corporate rich companies yeah. predominantly always a white man it's at, at usually a huge white board <laughs> yeah so like, white board that's another that's another thing it's like thank you for breaking that down too by the way because that i feel like that's something that um as we start to see cannabis kind of become you know um legalized throughout each state you know whether it be medical or both medical and adult use um yep. as we start to see that continue on um, we also have to be mindful and be careful of the laws that are being passed that are also surrounding cannabis. So that's kind Absolutely. of why a lot of people, 
you know, even though there are people that are in this and people that love weed, people that love cannabis, the true stoners, people that really enjoy the beautiful plant for what she is, mm-hmm. are not down for federalization of cannabis because they know that once that happens, that the big corporate companies yeah. are going to take over. It's just going to be a handout. Yeah. And the little guys, you know, the ones and obviously who are the little guys? Mostly people of color, the ones that mm-hmm. actually started you know, this is this, you know, literally cannabis came from us, you know, and now we can't even capitalize on the own, the one thing that we yep. started. And that's, know? Uh, you know, another thing about that is uh, like talking about like federal legalization stuff. Look at Illinois law with uh, medical patients where they're supposed to get seeds and clones from. Yeah. They're supposed to be buying it from dispensaries and stuff, but none of the dispensaries and stuff in Illinois currently supplies. So yeah, it, we don't sell seeds. Yeah, so it leads them to going to different out-of-state breeders and stuff, which that's uh-huh. who, you know, that's who uh-huh. I go through. It's right. no souvenir seeds, right? Yeah. Uh, right. So you get those. Uh, souvenir seeds. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw those magic beans in the ground. They do some go. stuff. They, uh, yeah, she magic. So, she definitely so, magic. Yeah, right? No, but, you know, there's some breeders and stuff in Illinois that are worried and seed banks in Illinois. They're like, what happens when Illinois actually starts enforcing that? That's going to drive them out of the market possibly because it's going to just mean the big licensed state operators will be able to sell those seeds and dispensaries Ugh. and not these smaller traditional. So it's just going to yeah. happen the same thing with the seeds Yeah, exactly. Too. It's going like, to be, so, yeah. And they're going to try and, that's the whole thing too, is they're going to try and steal genetics. It's yeah. just, it's going to get so, so sloppy, so sloppy. It's It also, it just kind of feels very much like sad in the sense I'm like, you know, I don't know what to do in a sense of like to help the cause, you know, it's like, you know, it, all of this stuff is like, I feel like sometimes it's like so happening over my head. Like, yeah. do I, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not making, I'm not a lobbyist, you know, and like. It's, it's cause I mean, with, it's, we're at a crazy point with weed. I mean, there's so much going on with normalization of it, you know, so there's yeah. so many new people that are coming into the cannabis community that weren't originally supportive of the cannabis community you know so there's kind of a clash within the community of people who don't see eye to eye because when i talk to a lot of people it's you know cannabis is progressive you know it's a progressive thing you know you want it for good change a lot of people behind it are against you know uh for-profit prisons uh it's just a mostly left-leaning subject when you look at it right uh you know when the people who are lobbying against it you you see it's like police unions uh private prison industries uh big pharma stuff like that all lobbying against cannabis legalization of course big pharma's doing that shit yeah big pharma said no no not right yeah oh you mean you don't have to buy our expensive crazy poisoning pills and you can just yeah, smoke this said, beautiful wait. plant and you'll be better really yeah, they oh said, we can't on. let people know this no no <laughs> yeah exactly they're like we're gonna just keep locking you up we're gonna right. we're just sit over there right yeah right. it's just ridiculous and that's that's too i i it's it's it, so in a sense of like so social equity guys um mm-hmm. 
wouldn't we say, d- is it really a thing? Because it's like, I don't really feel like it is if, if it's not actually working. Like, it's not working, you know? I can't like, remember who the head advisor is for J.B. Pritzker's uh, cannabis advisor. Who's that? I can't, that's why I can't remember her oh, name. Oh, no. Life of me. But she said uh, in an interview with, I think it was the Vice News interview uh-huh. they did. Uh-huh. She thinks the thing is going fine. The program's working just how it should oh, really? be. And I'm like, wow. So the governor, the governor's, um, like, sec- like. I th- whatever it is for that, I think it's the cannabis advisor oh, like, okay. or something. I can't remember her okay. exact title. Okay. But it's like the head of the cannabis department for Illinois. For Illinois. And she's yeah. like, oh, it's going so swimmingly. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, right. It's going great. And I'm like, have you been <laughs> You're like, there? uh, have you said, have you actually talked to trimmers or buttenders? Have you ever, <laughs> have you talked to them? Because they're going to say it's not. It's not Gone going well. to the dispensary. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, and it sucks because it's like, unless you, well, first of all, I feel like people that aren't, that still really don't feel the way we feel about can Cause I will tell you, Patrick, there was a, there was a time in my life where I believed all the propaganda and I was very much against cannabis. Yeah. I, I was, cause I had like, listen, my brother was the plug for my whole life. Okay. And I, and I didn't even smoke. Yep. I, it was all, you know, isn't that crazy? Like, like I was just, now that I'm like, damn man, like I could have been smoking a long out. time ago. Right. <laughs> But literally, I just, I believed all the propaganda. I was like, weed is bad for you. It's a drug, blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, I, it, the way I got, oh, well, that's, this is a fun question. I can ask you this. Yeah. Uh, how was, what was the first way you took cannabis? Like mine was edibles. Like I tried edibles for the first time and I enjoyed it. What was yours? Me, I, I smoked a joint. And I, I think that I, I like joints to this day. So okay. I think that's just something that I stuck with, okay. you know? Do you smoke cigarettes too though? Uh, no. Okay. Good. I used to, but not okay. anymore. Yeah. Good. Very good. Yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was it's bad. hard. Like, yeah. It, it, a lot of people I knew smoke. So I was like, mm. it's good when you don't though. Cause it's like, right. we already know. We, we know. So weed is better. Right. Smoke, weed is better. Jay's right. Um, yeah, I, I took an edible, um, and oh, there you go. But it wasn't like a strong one or anything like that. Cause I know some people were like, oh my God, I had a really bad edible. I've had bad, you know, edible experiences. Yeah. But, um, you know, everyone's like, oh my God, I had a really, I had a brownie and it was like horrible and blah, blah, blah. But like, no, I, I had an edible. It felt really nice. I, I just, it felt so good. And like, you know, there was the paranoia came afterwards, but I was yeah. just kind of like, cause I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. But at the same time, like, I was like, wow, like, it's so relaxing. Like my anxiety's like gone, you know, I, like, right. I don't worry anymore. So, um, but yeah, and then I, that's, it took me a little bit, but like flour, you know, like I was kind of apprehensive about smoking flour too in the beginning. Cause I just, I didn't like, I wasn't, I didn't smoke cigarettes or anything like that. I wasn't a big poopa smoker or anything like that, but, um, you know, I got into it, like, it, you know, it just took progression and then I eventually got into it and then, um, yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. I like this. I like this a lot. I love this, you know? And then now I'm growing it. Ah! <laughs> and I'm like now, yeah, right. <laughs> right now we're growing it. So, so yeah. So I'm very curious. What are you growing, and how many? You know, what's your process on growing? Like, tell me about growing for you, growing weed. So right now, I'm growing my dirty sprite plant. I'm growing oh. autos right now. Okay, so uh, autos are my second what? time growing autos, auto flowers. So what does uh, that mean? So I don't have to switch or worry about um, my life schedule. 
You know, okay. Because yeah, you grow so, inside your house, right? Yeah, I just, yeah, I leave mine on 24 hours in all honesty. When it gets down to the last couple of weeks, that's when I cut it down to like 18 and 6. See, this uh, so, is all stuff that uh, I don't right understand. Right now, though, yeah, I got the Dirty Sprite. <laughs> okay. Uh, Pineapple Express and two okay. fish cookies. Oh, that uh, sounds grow- awesome. Yeah, the Dirty Sprite's lemon cake crossed with uh, green crack. Interesting. So, yeah. That should yeah. be good. Yeah, it's Very all from cool. uh, THC Tone Genetics. He just dropped some new stuff I want to get. Um, okay. He's got one called Lucky Charms. That sounds fun. That's what I said. I was like, that what's sounds the, like a good strain. Do you know the cross uh, well, of that one? Let me pull it up, actually. Yeah? I, just, Lucky I did Charms. just see it. These are all strain names, guys. So you, if you're like, what the fuck? It's like, I'll, they're all weed strains that you've seen like you know you know weed has different names and some of them are like you cross different strains with other strains and you get a new one it's this it's 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 chem it's what is it is that biology Uh, yeah i'm like is that biology what so bad i'm always like it's chemistry i'm like is it is it (laughs) Uh, no here we go lucky charms is super og and candy cake Huh, super OG candy cake. I don't think I've actually tried either one of those. So yeah, I was gonna say it. So yeah. all the this list he just dropped is all super OG crosses. He's got one cross oh. with forbidden runts. Okay, I have runts right now growing. There you go. I've I've got a handful of uh, runts auto seeds. Yeah, runts is good. Well, this is my first time growing. Okay. So yeah, and I'm so yeah. So I'm so for me. I'm I have a greenhouse outside. Um, yep. and cause I want to do it sustainably and use the sun cause it's free. So yeah, uh, makes sense, right? you know, I was like, yeah, I'll just go. I'm like, that's free. So, and then, um, shout out to my friends that, that helped. And we did some, some trades and I got some seeds from some, some, you know, friends. And I got right now grunts, the runs actually I got is, uh, was a, um, um, a clone. So, that one, the clones, um, they're already started to, they're, they're little baby plants already. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then you grow that. Um, but the other ones, I popped the seeds. So I started them from seeds. Um, and I have Sour Stomper. And then I have um, Bahama Mama. And then I have, um, wow, oh, Blueberry. And then the White OG. Oh, that White OG, though. Yeah. So those are the ones that I'm like, okay, cool. So this is just my first time. Yeah. So we'll see. But my sour stomper looks really good. I was just saying, I saw that. That's the one you posted a picture of too recently, right? Yeah. That yeah. was looking good. So I'm flushing her now. And so I'm, I'm right now I'm kind of cleaning out her roots and things. And like, that's supposed yeah, to. Very force, important. Right. Flushing. Right. Now yeah. I was told that if you have, or if you do more organic though, nutrients for your plants that you don't really necessarily need to, to flush. Yeah. It's not, you don't have to do as long of a flush. Okay. Yeah. Well, how is how much, how long do you flush your, your plants? I flush mine the last two weeks in all honesty. You do and for two when, weeks. Yeah. Okay. When I do that, I also do with uh, the last week I do ice. So I'll put really, ice, yeah. So you I'll put, put ice, ice in the on. water. No, I'll put the ice down and then I water over the ice. So that. Oh, you put the ice said, in the, Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it, it said that when you do that, it shocks the plant and that's supposed to make it produce more trichomes and stuff. Oh, and, so and, and, and produce looked, and then be stronger and have a stronger. Yeah, it's supposed heat. to look frostier and. Yeah. Exactly. That's cool. That's really yeah. cool. I didn't know that. I'm still learning too. So I'm just like, okay, these are good tips to know. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's I've just, never done this. Yeah. yeah okay. I've done that all three of my grows. 
Okay, cool. Do you do you have anybody? Do you have a way to test your THC level of your follower or no? Uh, I haven't done it myself yet, but I know uh, was it Origo Labs in the city? Uh, okay. They test stuff for medical patients for like terpene profiles, THC. Really? Yeah, it's, I think they, it's like one hundred and ten bucks per like strain the, per, uh, per plant. For, yeah, per sample. I think per it's sample? like two okay. grams the sample, and they like run it through all the stuff there. Tell That's you really the terpene cool. profile, metals and stuff. See if it you flushed it good. Okay, and flushing is like you know you're just putting a lot of water through your plant, yep. guys. It's just a clean, you know. It's just like a way to, you know. I when I first was like reading up on what to do and all this stuff, I was like, what the? F-? I literally was <laughs> like, like, what? What did I get on? myself into? I was like, I just wanted to grow some plants. Like I just wanted like what is this? It was so much. Like at the same time. It's so simple, but it's also so not because at the end of the day, this plant is a plant, right? And mm-hmm. they have emotions just like us. They're living, they're living entities, right? So yeah. when I had my greenhouse originally, I did not have a fan in there. So it, it was very hot in the summertime. So say, my plants, yes. And I'm like over here, like, what's going on? I'm like, girl, you get hot. It's hot in here. Yeah. Duh. I like put some, like you need some circulation in here because the plants are hot. I'm like, oh, okay. And then on top of that, there's, uh, I'm outside. So the, my plants are outside in the elements. So pests, fl- yeah, bugs pests. can get to them and get to them very easily, right? So yeah. then I researched, I'm like, okay, so I need to spray them down with some sort of, um, you know, repellent, right? And I was like, I don't know what to do. And so I, I went to like my local, um, you know, place where, uh, like my soil spot where I would get all my, where I get all my ingredients to, to, to grow, a growing shop. I don't, yep, know you, yep. I don't know what you call it, right? Grow shop? Hydro, yeah, as you say, hydro shop. Hydro shop, yeah. So yeah. you go to those shops, they set you all up to, to, to grow weed, which is great. Because I was just like, I don't know what I need. Help me right. out, you know? Like, and help. so I went there and then I got the nutrients to, and I got the spray. Um, so it had like a mixture of neem oil in it. Yeah. Um, and so I sprayed it though at the daytime. Not oh, you burned it. Yes. So it was a lot. Like I actually can, I'll send you later the photos of what my plants used to look like. Yeah, and if you would see covered. that, you'd be like, Oh, Kim, you did a great job. <laughs> Cause yeah, they were yeah, so I'm stressed sure. out. Yeah. They burn, they burnt. Like I burnt them out. I stressed them out. But once I changed all that and I, you know, got them on a routine, they were really happy. They're really happy. Yeah. That's good though. Um, I'm glad they bounced back. Cause sometimes after that, it's like, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, you're, you're, they're not coming back for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, since it was my first time, I feel like it was just like a learning experience. And, yeah, no, that's all the first know, grow is, is a good right. learning experience. Right. I'm learning it every day I do it, you know? So like my next step is I have to, I have to harvest and dry yeah. my, my plants. So I'm, I'm doing it for the first time. That's important too. I know. So I'm like hoping I do it right and I do it well and, you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see, you know, I can only try and see how it goes. Right. So, see how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Which is exciting. So, but, um, yes, Patrick, I'm like trying to think if there was anything else that I had on this list to talk to you about. And I'm yeah. trying to make sure we got all of the main topics because mainly today I wanted to bring him on to talk about weed, bring you guys talk into a little weed. bit, talk about weed, talk about cannabis. Um, talk a little bit about what's happening in the current state of like legalization of weed. Um, you know, obviously our, our, our perspectives are going to be very biased on Illinois because we are here in Illinois, but if you were in another state, like 
you know, Massachusetts or Maine or whatever have you, you're, you're, you'll be completely different because their rules are completely different. Per, it's True. all different per state. So, which I learned, I was like, okay, this is crazy. But, but yeah, I hope that, um, I hope that everybody learned something. Do you think they learned something, Patrick? I hope so. If not, <laughs> I, I was just some random idiot on the internet. You're not. Uh, <laughs> You're a cool dude. You're a cool dude. Yeah. You guys, I literally was just like, let me go ahead and ask this guy to come on the show. We can talk about weed. He has a lot of information, you know, so I like, I listen to, I, I, you know, like I said, I follow or repost all your stuff. So I'm like, yeah, you know, and I feel like we can have a good conversation. So, so yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break, Patrick. And then when we come back, we have to do our weekly segment with you, which is meditate, masturbate and medicate. We'll Sounds be back. Good. <laughs> and we, and we will, will be right back after, after these detailed, detailed messages. messages. And we are back, everyone. We are back with Patrick, the founder of the Daily Ember blog page um, and podcast. And he's also has another handle, which is Midwest Dazed, which is a uh, his more uh, he would rate strains on Instagram, right? He yeah. rates, that's his like where yeah. he talks about different um, strains of weed I and do cannabis. my reviews. Yeah, he does his reviews. There you go. I was like, what is that? How do you say this? It's like, like uh, <laughs> you know, I was in the same way. I was like, I feel like there's an easier way we could just say this. <laughs> I know. I'm, we're, we're so high, guys. Like, we're, we're so high. We really, we really want, he just, he just hit his bong again. I was like, I oh, did. That's it's- right. So we're struggling through it together, but we hope that we're, we're hope at least this is something that, you know, some people like to listen to. So anyways, <laughs> we're going to move on to the next segment, which is meditate, masturbate, or medicate. Uh, Patrick, what would you like to talk about today? Let's meditate. Perfect. Meditate. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, what are, do you meditate? Do you have meditation practices or no? So, actually, I do not. Uh, it's okay. something, yeah. So, that's something I have not dallied into, honestly. Uh, uh, it's something I've been told that I should be doing. Uh, I should be practicing. Uh, but it's something I don't really give myself time to do. It's a lot, right? Like, yeah. People think that it's so easy to meditate, but it's actually not. It's it's it can be really hard. Right, yeah, really hard, you know. And and as much as I, this is you know, that's a that's my tagline: meditate, masturbate, medicate. Uh, I don't meditate as much as I need to. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's something that. But it's if you think of it like as a task, like a you know. A chore, you know what I mean? Like it's like I don't know. I don't want to think of it that way. I want it sure. to be something where it's like it actually, in a sense, it's a medicinal, you know, p- purposes. Like today, I was like kind of like had a moment earlier today, and I was like, man, bitch, you need to meditate. You need to meditate. You need to meditate because like, it's like you are on nice. edge. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, she's like, like, I'm you like need to sit down, <laughs> just chill, right? <laughs> literally, right? Literally, like I was on edge, and so I was like, Kim, you like, and that's the thing. I when I don't meditate for a long time, I do feel it, and I'll get that way. So, okay. um, so what is it about? Like now, you say you want to kind of get into. Do you need some sort of like? Like maybe like an app to help you with that? Yeah, I think I use that's apps. the, yeah, because I've downloaded a handful of different apps in the past to try. Okay. And I don't think it's been the right ones. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Can I can I tell you my app and maybe you yeah, can one and maybe yeah, it'll maybe it'll hit for you. Out. Yeah. yeah. So I got put onto um, one of my favorite podcasts called The Friend Zone. Um, and Fran, she put me on to Insight Timer. Um, it's called Insight Timer app and very random, I know, but it's a free app and it has all of these like, like not only do they have meditation, but they, they have guided meditation. They have a sleep one too, where you can like, oh, put on. Okay. Med- I use it every night to sleep because I, I like to listen to like white noise and stuff when I sleep. Um, and then they also have like yoga classes and all this random shit. I don't do all that, nice. but I, yeah, I use yeah. it for, for, me- for guided meditation or meditation or like sleeping. So, and what was the name of it again? It's called Insight. I can send it to you later too, but it's called, oh, yeah, in- yeah, yeah. I, of course, I, I'll, I'll send it to you, but That's it's fun. called Insight Timer. And I'm going to put it in the show notes too, guys. So, if you guys want to follow and kind of like use this app, if you guys want another alternative app to meditating, um, I mean, a lot of people use Headspace. Um, yeah. uh, what is another big one that people use <sighs> headspace there's inside timer was one I got put on, but headspace is one of the more popular ones more. Um, but there are, there's that's a ton one of you them. see all over. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing too. I think there's so many options out there for them. It's like, ah, oh, which one do you go for? Exactly. Exactly. So I was really pleased when I found an app that worked for me and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm continuously using this. This is great. You know? Yeah. Um, so maybe it'll hit for you. I don't know. I hope so. I'll have to try that one out. Yeah, because I mean, in, in your industry, I just downloaded. Yes, perfect. Let <laughs> me know if it, let me know if it hits. I'll be interested if it, if it doesn't hit. Let me know too, because I want to know. Because it just it just I don't know. I wonder why yeah. some people and hits hits different people. Um, so yeah, because like in your industry, wouldn't you say it's a highly stressful environment sometimes? Yeah, yeah. definitely. So you know, you need uh, that breather, <laughs> that yeah. little break. I remember some days I would come home from work after working as a bud tender and I'd be like, just like unloading, unloading onto my partner. And my partner's like, whoa. Well, <laughs> like, you're like, you know? sheesh. <laughs> like, I know it's a lot, but I know, uh, <laughs> <a> lot. <laughs> this is uh, my life. So this is it. yeah, this yeah. is what you get. Did you, have you ever had that like difficult cu- customer that like really just got under your skin? Oh, Do you want to share a yeah. story or no? Uh, not really. That's fine. But <laughs> there's been a couple where it's like, you should have smoked maybe two extra doinks before you came over here. Yeah. Like, like yeah, you're literally. not really chill right now. Yeah. People, do, people will always be like, oh my God, you must have the best job in the world. I'm like, um, do you understand that I have to deal, we have to deal with so many different, like, so the thing is like, if you look at it this way, guys, you know, if you're a bud tender at a dispensary, um, yeah. especially here in Illinois, I don't know, it might be different. It, it will be different in Colorado and like other Canada, California or whatever, but here it's like it's in like a, a revolving door of people of of energy of you know different people's energies that that are coming to you i mean if you're sitting if you're at the register you might be seeing like i don't know 50 to 100 people a day maybe what do you think True. right that's a that's a good amount of people that amount. you're yeah yeah the energies that you're feeling you know from these people some people are amazing we have our i, I still to this day I had I had um, customers give me gifts. Did you ever anybody drop off gifts to you or? Uh, yeah, we get some pizzas sometimes. There, some look pizzas at that. or some uh, donuts and stuff too. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's some cool. people are just really be- like sweet, you know. And then they're just yeah. like, oh my god, like this one. I remember this one um, customer of mine. He gave me. I always complimented his Chicago hat, and then literally the week that I ended up, uh, that I that I left that job, he brought in the same hat for me. And I was like, oh my God, like he never tipped me or anything like that, which I, which he was so nice that I was like, it's, you know, I'm, 
you know, it's whatever it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like not everybody yeah. tips and I, you know, whatever. And then it's the thing, not, not everybody, I don't think everybody knows that that's a custom that you should tip your butt tender, you know? No, I, that's the thing too. I, I don't know if all places allow you to. Technically um, no. Cause if yeah. you worked for certain, you know, companies here, which I won't speak of, um, they won't, they won't allow you to, or the customer, yeah. like you're supposed to tell, you're supposed to tell the person, no, like I, yeah, you know, which I, I, I can't take weird. a tip, which is super weird. Yeah. yeah and then some, some like, places have the, the, the thing right in front, like, Hey, yeah. you know, the bucket or the door or whatever the hell they're using. Whatever um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And my, and my, and my thing is like, if you're, if you're, this is, I was always told to like, think of them as your, your bartender. Yeah. You tip your bartender, right? You exactly. go to the bar, you order a drink, you give them a dollar or two, you know what I'm saying, per drink or whatever have you, you know? And if you're in the industry, you probably give a little more because you know how it is because you're making up for the people that don't tip at all. So so with that being said, guys, if you do go to your dispensary and you don't tip, try to tip or do it. Um, <laughs> like, I get it. Times are hard. People are, you know, people need their medicine, right? People need their weed to yeah. feel better. Um, and obviously, I don't know everybody's pocket, but what's... do you? A dollar will make so such a difference in a person's life. You would really like you might. It might sound really like, girl, are you that broke? I'm like, I mean, yes, I am. But, uh, <laughs> but it's like you know, like even at Starbucks the other day, I was like, you know, gonna give the girl a dollar, and you know, <laughs> there's like, like, why are you gonna? I'm like, because it's like this yes. might make her whole day. You never know, right? Giving yeah, this dollar right. might make her entire day. And I'm like, oh my God, someone gave me that was cute. That was nice. So yeah, right. that's just kind of how I. What do you think? I'm like, no, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. On that. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, I, I believe you should be tipping your bud tenders just like your bartenders and stuff. Uh, I mean, most of these positions are making $14 to $16 an hour. Uh, and then some of these companies have crazy IP uh, things you have to sign where if you create a class or something for them, they can label it as their class and, uh, then you have to sign off to use it in the future. So it's like, what do you, wait, what do you mean by that? For, they might uh, they sign off on. Yeah. Say, say someone wanted to create a class for a dispensary that works there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that. You, you oh. have to sign off on it in the future. If what? you use it outside of business. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you want to, right? like if you want to cheat, teach a class. Yeah. Like, yeah, Exactly. And then okay. want to go onto your page and do it there or something. Have to sign off to have really? approved to use it on your own, which okay. I think is crazy for your own work that you created. Yeah, I don't, I don't like crazy, if you're, right? It's your class. If you want to, crazy, like, right? Yeah, if you want to teach company people. to be doing that, yeah, yeah, <laughs> stealing some hourly employee's work and being like, yeah, now you have to sign off on this, right? Right. But, I, it's it's whack, guys. Like, I will tell you this: that you know, here in this in in Illinois, there are a lot of there's lots of things that need to be um, changed. Um, I do believe that all dispensary workers, you know, butt tenders, wellness advisors, whatever you want to call them, should be unionized and they should be getting paid. I mean, no less. Oh, starting, absolutely. No, I truly <laughs> believe no less starting twenty two twenty twenty two dollars an hour starting. And then if you're union, like, and then like, you know, whatever, have your probationary period 25. Yeah. I, mean? um, I think AICs, which are these supervisor positions should be getting like 30, 25 to 30. Absolutely. And then I, and then I believe that, you know, management should get, you know, the, obviously the, the same, you know, tiered up from that. So, and it's wild to me how they're trying to go the opposite way. 
They're actually yeah. trying to <laughs> they're trying to uh, give a smaller wage than fourteen to sixteen to seventeen dollars an hour. Like, wait, is, hold on, and right, no wait. tips. Yeah, and no tips. Right? They're trying to go the like, hey, no, go this way, go the other way. <laughs> so, Making how um, much money, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, and and with and then with the amount of money that I mean, here in Illinois, you buy a eighth, which is three point five yeah. grams of of cannabis. It'll run you at anywhere from seventy-five to eighty-five dollars, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it's after about taxes, that. After taxes, yeah, after taxes. Because I've seen the most. I've spent. I think I've seen a, an eighth go for like, well, maybe eighty-two dollars. Sorry, guys, we had a little bit of a glitch, um, but we're back. Um, so yeah, we're back. We're gonna we're gonna wrap it up with the quote of the day, and I chose this quote for us because of the for the context of this show. Uh, when you smoke the herb, it reveals you to yourself. And that is by Bob Marley. There Love you go. <laughs> thank you so much, Patrick, for joining me today. I know I took a good chunk of your day, of your afternoon. So thank you for doing this with me. Oh, uh, thank it was you nice. for having me on. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, do you want to like kind of plug anything right now? Tell people where they can follow you. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you want to follow me, you can find me on Instagram at Midwest Dazed dot i l or you can also find me at the daily ember on instagram and my podcast on spotify or anywhere you find your podcast really uh you can find me at uh and if you want to support the page podcast uh, you can do that on patreon at patreon.com dash the daily ember uh but yeah no thanks for having me on it's it's been a good conversation uh been a fun time Yay. Thank you. Yeah, that was awesome, guys. Yeah. Follow his page. So if you guys want to know a lot about cannabis or if you're here in the Illinois area and you want, if you're interested too, for sure, definitely follow his page. He's got a lot of good information. So thanks so much. So as always, guys, thank you so much for following and thank you so much for listening and please subscribe um, and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. And we will join you next week for another show. Thanks again. Say bye. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.